Hello, everyone. Seriously, y'all, the franchise has gone off the rails. Don't get me wrong, I'm here for it, but the lack of structure makes my brain hurt. And I don't watch The Bachelorette so my brain can hurt. I watch The Bachelorette so I can hide behind my couch cushion in horror while rolling my eyes in disgust. To be clear, there was a lot of that going on in this episode. However, I found myself trying to objectively puzzle through some of the decisions Gabby and Rachel declared on their journey to find love only to find a great big question mark at the end of my own journey to find clarity. Some guy in Austin and I sift through the evidence, determined to get answers to some serious questions. For example, are guys wearing pearls now? How can there not be enough beds in the mansion? Why did Rachel throw away a perfectly good drag racer? Is pouring marinara sauce on yourself a talent? And why did the ABC camera person insist on shooting crotch shots while the guys did push-ups in Speedos? Which reminds me, huge shout out to the ABC graphics department for well-placed black modesty boxes. What, what? Kudos to you, my friends. You went above and beyond. And we thank you. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 270 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. We are going to talk about episode two of Gabby and Rachel's journey to find love separate but equally. And let me tell you, some some things happened this week that have never happened in franchise history before. Can you believe that? Since 2003, something happened that had never happened before. Um, I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, I will tell you that I, there were multiple times in this episode where I was traumatized for sure. <laughs> that happens all the time. Yeah. No, this was an exceptional, <laughs> exceptional trauma for me. I'm seriously considering a cease and desist of some course. Uh, that, that whole, um, yeah, we, we'll get into it. I'm sure. I know why you're giggling. Well, let me tell you, the thing that happened that had never happened before is someone going home on the very first one-on-one date where (laughs) Rachel just kicks him to the curb. He's a great guy. Sayonara, dude. I Uh, I didn't understand it at all. Did you see that coming? No, I didn't. I mean, well, yeah, you saw it coming because she's... At the end, you saw it coming, but no, really, he's a great the guy. Day, there was no indication at all when they were anti-gravitying or whatever they were doing. <laughs> she was like not attracted to the guy. It surprised me. And then the funniest part is it obviously surprised the Bachelor producers and the uh, the prepaid musical guests too, <laughs> which was, by the way, the best part. Like. <laughs> Okay. Uh, hey, uh, we've already been paid. Do you want us to uh, sing, or like, I mean, should we do our potential hit song, or? Uh, let one? me. <laughs> it 
was it was truly my favorite part of the whole night. It really, really was. But let me let me walk everybody through this. Let's just get to Rachel's one on one. She goes with Jordan V, who is the race car drag race guy, and they have a lot of common, and they're they're having fun, and they're in the zero gravity thing, and no one throws up, and yeah. they get the money shot of them kissing as they spin around in zero gravity, and everything's great, and we go to dinner, and he he kind of lets down some walls as vulnerable, so does yeah. she, and then all of a sudden she gets up and she goes to the producers, and we hear her crying, saying, "There's just something missing," and I. No, I did thought, you think there was more of a problem with her than it was with him? Yes. He was dude, yeah. Yes, and and he is such a great guy. There's just something missing, and I don't want to keep him here. And I thought, like, you have known him for 24 hours. Give the guy a shot. Yeah. What do you have left back in the mansion? Right. The, the guy who pours marinara sauce all over himself, you think he's better than JV? I don't think so. By the way, not, thank you for not leading with the uh, Speedo date. I really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but the And by the way, I love the meatball. That guy's awesome. Ugh, um, I don't. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about the meatball in, in more detail later. But um, I, yeah, remember there was one point where she's like back there crying new. It wasn't Jesse Palmer. It was somebody Mm-mm. else. Yeah. And she goes... I just don't know what to do. And I just had the same reaction you did. I'm like, it's like night four. Just send the guy home and let him like hang out at the mansion for a bit. Maybe get to know him. Right. Like It was so weird. (laughs) And then of course, like you say, no one expected her to give this guy the boot. And so then we have Ashley, what's her name? And Brett, what's his name? Country artist duo. Yeah. Singing to a room. Of no one. Yeah. So that was, it was that just was empty. It made a nice soundtrack for Jordan's, yeah, you know, was, going away rejection SUV montage. Yeah. That was awesome because that, that guy was like uh, the poor man's Justin Timberlake, number one. <laughs> I don't That's know what, what you said on a text. You yeah. said, poor Ashley Cook and Justin Timberlake. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I, no, I got the biggest. I was sitting on the couch by myself watching it. And I just, I just started laughing. I was like, I can't believe they're going through it. Because clearly that was a surprise. You know, they, they wouldn't yeah. have booked uh, Ashley. Right. They wouldn't have wasted Ashley. What's her name? And fake Justin Timberlake for this. But don't you think they could have maybe said, uh, you guys, maybe here's a hundred bucks, you know, maybe take a couple hours and come back. Cause we've got another, <laughs> another date, you know, like they could right. have in a little bit, you know, they could have been on the random, you know, roof yeah. of that building where Gabby and Nate were in a hot tub exactly. and they could have been serenaded them. Wouldn't it have been great if <laughs> just for the sake of like not wasting whatever they paid those people, um, they just had Jesse Palmer stand there and sway by himself <laughs> in, in the lonely room. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch that. Here's my question for I you mean, though. Roby got more airtime. <laughs> I mean, more people than those people did. <laughs> I miss Roby. I'm telling you. I know you do. <laughs> we'll bring him up every episode. Don't you yes. worry. Oh, I heart Roby. 
Here's the thing. Did you think, I mean, I know you did. As she's sending him home, did you think, wait a minute, <laughs> there's two bachelorettes. What if Gabby likes him? Yes. That's exactly, <laughs> I thought maybe what? they could at least maybe sort him out or something. Yes. Like, <laughs> and you have to think, you have to think she went in either like saying, I'm claiming him as my own or saying, Hey, I'm going to, I like him. I'm going to take him. Are you okay? And, and Gabby goes, no, I'm fine. And so then she knows she's okay to get rid of him. There had to be, of course, there had to be some sort of conversation about that. It, it, but, but like you say, they don't, they don't even know what's going on right now. Where All the guys are still confused. Am I supposed to kiss both of them? Am I supposed to like both of them? Am I supposed to pick one or the other? But, you know, that yeah. ended up happening last night. I do want to back it up, though, to the first moments of the show. Oh, bless everybody's hearts. And thank you, Lord, for black modesty boxes. Because, once again, we, we are... We are presented a challenge that we never have in Bachelor Nation, which is rain. They can't have their pool party because Mother Nature is dumping rain all over the mansion. And so what do you do in an instance like this? You just take the water away, my friend, and you do some sort of pageant in Speedos inside complete with talent. How do you feel about that? Well, I I think (laughs) talent is a generous characterization of what we saw there but i i I was in a um i stumbled into a hole-in-the-wall bar one time in san antonio on a new year's eve with about 10 of my friends because we didn't want to pay to get in anywhere else i was still in college and i remember the bartender was like uh uh hey uh are you guys are you guys here for anything like well i mean it's new year's and we can't get anywhere and the guy goes, well, I mean, we've got like a box of New Year's stuff in the back. Let me dust it off. <laughs> and he brought they brought out like, you know, hats and all this stuff. Blower said, horns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I felt like. Like, it's raining. <laughs> and they're like, uh, somebody goes, well, we've got that box of Speedos we've never used. And, <laughs> you know, and they just dust that off and like, yeah, it's on for everybody. But I thought, I didn't think it was weird because – when they were showing them, they looked rather large. And then when they put them on, they didn't look so large. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. That's true. It was humiliating. And I can't even imagine if the, the tables were turned, you know, like you had yeah. two bachelors. Like, here's a group of uh, 32 women who want you to put on bikinis and answer degrading questions about Right. Yourself. Right. True or false, you've worn a Speedo. When I was about... Six years old, yeah. No, you wore one in Mexico that looked like a Texas flag, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, that was a friend of mine. Oh. (laughs) And that was one of the funniest things ever. We had a a trip of about 25 or 30 of us that went down, and we just kind of took over this resort. And uh, we all checked in, and I remember my, my buddy Mike was like, hey, we're all going to meet down in the pool in like 30 minutes. So everybody came and dropped up their stuff, checked in their room. And then all of us were down at the pool. And then all of a sudden, my buddy Mike comes. You could see him like 50 yards away. He just walks up in the Texas Speedo, which he had purchased specifically for the trip and for that prank. And it worked perfectly. It was pretty funny. But I'm no, pretty I- sure you've told me that exact same story, but you were Mike. 
No, no, no. I don't think so. Maybe I have. Um, you know. I'm pretty sure you have, because how else would I know it? No, color me colorful. I don't know. I've never, that wasn't me. It was, a, it was a friend of mine. So if you were standing there and you had 30 minutes, allegedly, they said, you have 30 minutes to put on your Speedo and get your talent ready. And most of them did push-ups or poured oil yeah, all over themselves. You're all doing push-ups and doing <laughs> crunch. I mean, it was just... If you if you had thirty minutes though, I don't. I'm, we're not talking about the speedo or the fact that they found thirty two royal blue robes yeah. for them all to wear. If you had thirty minutes and you had to do a talent, what would you pull out in that amount of time? What would you feel comfortable doing and confident doing? I think I would drink an entire twelve pack of beer in the thirty minutes and then just represent <laughs> that that was a talent. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, what would you do? What would you t- would you would you be like uh, begging for a ukulele, or what would you be looking for? <laughs> you know, there's a ukulele somewhere in the prop yeah. box that that guy left. Who yeah, like without a doubt, yeah. <laughs> um, um, I think. Well, there were a lot of jugglers, so if I had seen everybody juggling, I would not have juggled because you know juggling was what I wanted to learn to do in 2021. Yeah, 2021. That was because I feel like you need to learn a new skill every year, and juggling was that year. What is, what is your I, skill this year? I don't have one. <laughs> I need to figure out that it's July. <laughs> well, I did have, I did have the. I, I don't know where 2022 has gone. I, I think between having COVID and my dad passing away and my knee, I just woke up and it was July. And I don't, I don't understand where the year has gone, but I'm going to figure one out, but I'm supposed to be able to learn to juggle six with Laura, where we go back and forth. Cause she's the one who taught me to juggle. Six so, what? Like flaming six balls. <laughs> well, no, you start with balls and then oh. you get to your, you know, your flaming things. But yeah, so I think, but if I had seen other people doing juggling, I probably would have pulled back. But I think everybody needs a stupid human trick that they can kind of pull out at a moment's notice. Yeah. Do you know what my stupid human trick is? What? I can actually, I've never probably done this for you, but I can actually move my entire scalp back and forth. You know, like, like literally okay. like four, four, you know, two You're doing it right now. Yeah, two or three inches. This is a podcast. <laughs> I can move my entire scalp back and forth. I'll have to demonstrate it to cool. you. But it cool. is a it is a I've never seen anyone else who could do it. Well, okay. I see, I think that's impressive. Um, I don't think that pouring marinara sauce on yourself because your nickname is Meatball could be considered a talent. I would disagree with that. I like the meatball. <laughs> Um, and the, did you see the end the, deal where he made him a meatball dinner or, and then they sat down, they, they seem to really like the guy. He's super fun and, uh, he doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. He seems like a fun guy to be around. What do you think about shirtless Jacob who sat down in a chair and said, I want to teach you how to get a 30 year fixed mortgage rate or whatever he said with his glasses on and his Tarzan speedo. You got to fall back on what you know, I guess. Is that what he does for a living? I'm assuming. Yes. <laughs> it's something everybody can use. That was, that was great. Some guy is, had nunchucks, is, um, which is, is humility a talent. <laughs> yes. Well, none of them had that. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, the girls pick six guys who win, I'm using air quotes, and get to go and have like a little special cocktail time with them. 
And that was Avon, who you probably don't know, Brandon, who you probably don't know, Colin, who you probably don't know, and then Logan, who we'll get to in a minute, a guy named Jason and a guy named Johnny. So those three people we're going to talk about because Jason was the first one Rachel grabbed and she was super excited to talk to him and she was so excited to get to know him better. And immediately before she can even get those words out of her mouth, he says, I'm here for Gabby. Yep. Thanks, but no thanks. And it was the first time I cringed. I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle that kind of rejection all season long because I did. I cringed. I thought, oh gosh, but um, that's just my personality where I want everybody to be okay. And, and I'm, I'm glad that he told her straight up. He ripped the bandaid off and said, I'm here for Gabby. I think he's the first one to say that this season. What do you think? I mean, we didn't see a whole lot of Jason, but what do you think about that? Him doing that? Yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be intentionally uncomfortable. And unfortunately, one of the, which, which Gabby Rachel is who's who again, the, the dark Gabby person. has the brown hair. They both have brown hair. No, Rachel has pilot? blonde hair. Who's the pilot? Rachel. Okay. So Gabby is the tall one. Gabby is tall. Okay. Yes. So, and she's going to get all the attention. Okay. So now that I know which Gabby Rachel is Gabby and which one's Rachel, um, I, I would, I mean, she clearly lost the coin toss in the producers meeting because they're just, it, apparently that's the thing. Like they all set her up for that. And I can't see doing that as a contestant unless I was instructed to, mm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You just try harder with the other one and you don't hurt the other one's feelings unless someone says, Hey, you yeah. gotta, you gotta pick a, pick a lane. Yeah. Well, she, the sad part about it was, is that Jason's, I mean, they sat down, he said it, they stood back up, back up. She handled it fine. She said, Oh my gosh, totally understand that. But you could tell, Eesh, that stung a little bit. And then she went to go look for Gabby to probably tell her, bestie, hey, that stung a little bit. He's here for you. And she sort of walks in on Gabby making out hard with Johnny. Yeah. And so then she has to back out of the room and think, oh, crap, that guy likes Gabby. That guy likes Gabby. And then she has boring Melbatose conversations with, I think, Brandon and Colin, who... One was saying, I only have 12 more states to visit in the United States of America. And the other one was talking about Harry Potter Audible, which, shout out to that, is really good. Third time this week, he roared across the table. If you can't control that owl, it'll have to go. Harry tried yet again to explain. She's bored, he said. She's used to flying around outside. If I could just let her out at night, do I look stupid? Snarled Uncle Vernon. Look at this interest on her face. Yeah, she was totally blank. If if you were, if I was in that situation and the woman I was talking to had that look on her face, I I mean, you just know that you're not making any traction. Yeah. Um, But look, she may be shooting herself in the foot because when a lot of these guys start lining up saying, I'm not here for for Rachel Gabby, Mm -hmm. I'm here for Gabby Rachel. Mm she may say, well, where's the sports car driver or whatever? You know, she may regret that because clearly that guy was interested. That 
There you go. See, I keep the guy around who is what? a nice guy who you yeah. like. Here's what happens though. Next is Logan walks in. I get Logan essentially tells her, Hey, I think you're really brave for being on the show. And that melts her and they make out. Yeah. Then cut to Logan with Gabby saying, Hey, I think the fact that you make everyone around you smile is awesome. And they're making out. Yeah. And then it shows both girls talking to each other. And the only connection Rachel has had with these six guys is with Logan. And so she giggle, giggle. I made out with Logan. It was so much fun. I think we have a witty banter. And Gabby says nothing about kissing yeah. him. She didn't wanna... Do you think that was right or wrong? I I don't know, man. I get the social. But she's, the... she's saving her feelings. She's, she doesn't want to hurt her feelings. So she's just going to let her go with right. Logan. But they did, they did, you know, she did keep her mouth shut, which mm-hmm. I think again is, that's just too awkward for me to judge. You know, I don't know what I would do in that situation, but they did give her a one-on-one or a in the moment deal where she said that I'm fine with that. I'm not going to get mm-hmm. in Rachel's way on that one. So mm-hmm. she made the decision to not deal with the guy. Didn't he have like a Chris Bukowski vibe to you though? Okay. Thank you. Yes. I wouldn't say a Chris Bukowski. I, maybe that is true, but something is off with him. And I have that in my notes to ask you. Do you think he's a chotch? Is he a jack wagon? Is he weird? Something is going on. And then I don't know if he's just getting a strange edit because he is so far the only guy who's kissed them both. I I think he's, my impression of him is he's playing it honestly. You know, he's trying to impress both of them. Why not? You got to, you know, that that's what they're conceivably there for, you know? Right. But that's true. That's as, true. As I just feel, later, he feels sketched to me. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't disagree with that. He, he's the first guy to pull that and it may come, come back to haunt him later. Yeah. What do you think about, um, so she, she gives her rose, Rachel gives her rose to Logan, of course. Gabby gives her rose to Johnny, the guy that she was making out with that whole entire time. Everyone else goes home. Then we have Rachel's date, which we already talked about with Jordan V. She kicks him away. The Ashley and fake Justin Timberlake thing to no one. Then we have Gabby's one-on-one date, and it's with Nate. Mm -hmm. And I have questions about Nate. Can't stand the hair. I can't get past the hair. (laughs) It looks like a pineapple. My my question is not about the hair, because the hair can be fixed. Um, pearls. Yeah. Yeah. He's wearing pearls. I wanted him to clutch them, but he never did. My second thing is how many squirts of cologne is too many squirts of cologne? Um, about 10 less than he took. <laughs> yeah. He was just dousing himself in whatever he, he was. Really was. <laughs> it was like, all right, man, she can smell that. And Jesse Palmer can smell that in his craft services tent um, yeah so i i don't you know look, i'm married i don't really wear cologne anymore um <laughs> you don't have dracar nor on right now cool water <laughs> it's right. yeah, it's right. <laughs> there was this one that um i bought one time because i like the name i like cologne names just because they're you know provocative and it was called one man show i thought that was a great name for a 
cologne. It smelled like lighter fluid, but it was. Um, there is a new one. I, so I'm on all these like men's, you know, I get all this junk mail or whatever. And there's this website called uh, uh, Touch of Modern. I think you probably see commercials where they sell kind of like, you know, higher. What was the name of that store in the mall that sold, sells the massagers? It's kind of high end that is really. Yes, Brookstown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that kind of stuff for guys, you know. Okay. And they have this new one that I see all the time and I laugh. It's a pheromone-based cologne, and it's supposed to just drive women crazy when you wear it. All right. Yeah. Maybe you that's know, what he was squirting. Yeah, I'm just, probably it doesn't work, but whatever. Well, anyway, so. Hey, thought, you know, look, if whatever gonna, Nate squirted worked for Gabby. Yeah, if you're going to go on the date with uh, with the Gabby Rachel and you're going to impress her, I mean, you might as well go full speed. It can't hurt to <laughs> musk up a little Here- bit. Here's another thing that was weird. He shows up at their place. Gabby answers the door, takes him to the kitchen for a mimosa where Rachel is sitting. Super weird. Yep. Super weird. Yeah. And then they go out and he doesn't know what to do. I mean, he even says that to the camera later on. He's saying, I don't know if I'm supposed to hug her or because I'm there with Gabby and I didn't expect her to be there. That was weird. And then they go outside so the helicopter can pick them up, and Rachel follows them. It's, it's That's clear weird. That just gonna rub it in her face this season. That's not. I really, guess so. Yeah, she's. I she, guess so. Through the short straw, you know. And in the meantime, I mean, can you imagine being? Or do you get motion sick? Um, I do. So I, I've been told because Mrs. Some guy gets. I mean, she gets sick if we go over a, a speed bump, and yeah. um, so she's very sensitive. And she claims that she once took a helicopter ride in Hawaii and it made her just deathly ill the instant mm. the helicopter took off. And I've heard that about helicopters. It's just a different feeling. Mm-hmm. But I, I just can't imagine if you're prone to that sort of thing and the guy next to you is just covered in like deer urine or whatever the hell he <laughs> sprayed on himself. That's just a recipe. I would, it's I would the be pheromones. More, yeah. I would be more likely to throw up in that situation than I would in the gravity. Zero point. gravity one. Yeah. Well, they they go around, make out, and then they land on a rooftop where there's a hot tub, and then they make out some more, and then they go to dinner, and this is where he tells her that he has a daughter, and he says some lovely, wonderful things about his daughter. He's so happy to be a girl dad, and it makes Gabby tear up because Gabby doesn't have a a relationship with her mom and so she was essentially brought brought up by her dad and i think her grandfather so she's thinking oh this guy is like my dad raising me but then it dawns on her and she says to the camera i just don't know if i'm ready to be a mom an instant mom and then she follows it up with but i don't have to make that decision right now i like nate and she gives him the rose and i think yeah rachel That's what you do. But is that the difference between the 26-year-old Rachel and the 32-year-old Gabby? Yes, that's you know? precisely the difference. Yep. There's no. There's really no he, – he earned his keep on the date, right? He was musked up. Uh, <laughs> he uh, made small banter in the helicopter. He mm-hmm. um, laughed at her jokes. He was entertaining. Mm-hmm. He uh, dealt with the hot tub, although the water was probably, you know, a, a, a tepid 78 degrees. <laughs> No bubbles. He was fine with all that. So yeah, he earned the he earned the rose. I think he did too. And and again, Rachel is just making these rash decisions right out of the gate. And Gabby's saying, "Yeah, I, I 
to feel this out for a little bit. I think he's great. You know, I could, I could be persuaded. The more I know him, the more I like him. I don't know. It's, it's just very, it's almost just two seasons side by side. It's exactly what it is. Two seasons side by side where you're seeing how they react to certain things and, and whatnot. But then we get to the rose ceremony. And this is what I really want to talk to you about, because I think you have a different opinion than my opinion. There's this guy named Chris, who earlier in the episode says to a group of gentlemen as they are around the pool or something, he says that, um, well, first of all, whenever those six guys were chosen to go after the talent show, he said, well, it's clear why I wasn't chosen because um, they already know they like me. I don't have to go and pass a test. That's so one, already everybody's rolling their eyes. Uh, at that's, him. that's one interpretation of. <laughs> <laughs> right. So already he's that guy. And then he says, and I forget how it, it comes up, but he brings up fantasy suites and yeah. he's saying he intends to go there, by the way, he made, he intends to go there when he's there. If the girl slash girls, cause I don't know how that's going to work have slept with somebody else, then he's out because he doesn't want to do that. Well, then some of the guys are saying, why are you talking about fantasy suites? And, and he just says it again. And then at this rose ceremony cocktail party, Quincy thinks it's very important to break the cardinal rule of bachelor nation and tattle on someone. And he goes and gets Rachel who is, you know, the weaker one, the gazelle, if you will. Let's see, he didn't have the pearl choker, but he did have the diamond choker. He had a diamond choker on in his ice blue suit. Yes. And he over says, the, Rachel, neck, which is probably, probably his signature look. <laughs> and he says to Rachel, hey, this guy, Chris, has said that when he gets to the fantasy suite, if you have slept with somebody else, then he's going to peace out. And I, I will say that Somebody, maybe the other Jordan or Hayden, I don't know their names yet. One of them did say, well, would you tell her that? Would you tell her this ultimatum before you got there? Because clearly this guy watched last season because that's exactly why Clayton kicked Susie to the curb because she did the same thing. She said, well, I don't I don't think that this is for me if you have slept with other people and he, and he kicked her out. Now they're together today, but still, so there's a whole thing with all this. And Rachel stops and she says, he's talking about having sex. And they go, yeah. And she goes, excuse me, I have to go talk to Gabby. And so they get together. She tells Gabby, Gabby's response is, ew, (laughs) let's go talk to him. (laughs) Ew. It really was. Ew. Let's go talk to him. And so they go talk. And the first thing out of Gabby's mouth is something along the lines of, so you think that, you know, what? why do you think it's appropriate to be talking about fantasy suites right now? And the Chris guy says, well, I'm just thinking through my journey yeah. from I'm beginning to show. end. And if I get there, then I'm not going <laughs> to like that. And so there's this whole controlling thing and we are independent know. women and... Yeah. Um, he's a planner. Can you fault him for that? (laughs) Yes, because I just think it's so dumb for him to bring that up. My favorite part was Rachel saying, I have never had a conversation with this man before. And he already has me in the fantasy suite. 
that yeah. was the part where I was like, I don't know. Well, have, you just... have you ever met a man? I mean, give me a break. Well, first of all, the, to be fair to the Gabby Rachels, they look, I thought that whole thing was ridiculous. I thought they overreacted and I thought frankly, they were both kind of bitchy to him. Um, mm. But to your point, earlier yeah i mean it was stupid of him to bring that up in mixed company where he was just like hey if this you know when i get to the fantasy suite i'm not gonna put yeah. up with any nonsense um but to, to i would ask him the same question i asked the you know i'd ask gabby and rachel i mean have you seen the show it's mm. no it's that's what right you're you know about. you know what happens it's not right. like that's a that's right. a thing but my favorite part was they kick him out yeah. And they get to the freshly sprayed driveway and he goes, what direction do I go? He How doesn't, does this work? Yeah, what How do does I do? this work? What do I do? And so they like point and then they high five and hug each other for handling that so well. And then it's like a boomerang. Here he comes back around and he goes inside and he starts pointing. Nate, Quincy, Hayden, you, you. I wanted to speak to y'all. And he gathers them all so he can see essentially who threw me under the bus. And here come Gabby and Rachel and say, uh-uh, nope, you've been kicked out. You're not allowed here. Yeah. And they escort him right back out. And then Jesse comes in and dings his champagne glass. And we have the rose ceremony. Let me just run through who we did, who did not make it. That Brandon guy, again, Colin, don't know him. Matt, don't know him. Justin, don't know him. John, don't know him. And then Ryan, Ryan you may know, um, is because one, he stuffed a sock into his Speedo. And number two, he's the one that tried to teach Gabby how to talk Boston on night one. And he shushed her because she was talking over him. That guy. So we have 21 guys left. And Dude. I think probably 20 of those guys um, are going to go for what's Gabby. Gabby, mm -hmm. yeah. Here's, here's my thing. I think what we have here is when they did the rose ceremony, it, it 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 helped my heart because Jesse and the girls made it very clear, hey, we're handing out roses together. Just because I say your name doesn't mean you belong to me and you belong to her. This is all together we've decided as both of us who we want to keep in this journey. Right. Now, eventually that gets separated. Because once again, we saw in the coming attractions, Rachel trying to give her rose to two or three people who answer her by saying, I'm here for Gabby. Now, the question is, does that guy go back up into the stadium stands and just cross his fingers hoping Gabby will give him a rose? Or yeah. is that just a wasted rose for Rachel? Does she just look around and pick another face? That's going to be the part that makes Rachel, I think, crumble. However, my theory is that Rachel is already pulled to Claire and she's way into Tino and that's the only one she cares about. That's an interesting thought. You you might be right. Um, but there are no rules, you know, there are no rules. So I, I mm -mm. think that we're going to have to, um, we're gonna have to wait and see, but it would seem to me that if all the guys are in play, for both girls, mm -hmm. that it needs to be a mutual decision to kick them out. Right. But it doesn't appear to work that way, at least on one-on-one -on -one dates. Maybe they 
maybe they run that by like, hey, what's his face is going to get the one on one? Do you care if she sends mm-hmm. him home? No, I don't mm-hmm. care. Okay. And so let's say Gabby has given her one on Rose one on one date Rose to Nate. Is that an indicator to Rachel? Hey, Nate is on her side. I'm not going to mess with Nate again. There are and no is she supposed is she is she supposed to do that with Logan? You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's I love it. It's brilliant. They're not sharing musical guests, so they might. <laughs> no, they're not. When I wonder when they get on the big cruise ship. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Do you are you a cruise person? You ever been on a cruise? I haven't. No, I don't. You couldn't pay me a jillion dollars to go on a cruise. <laughs> Why? I just, I don't care how big the boat was. I would feel trapped. Number yeah, one. I can't get off the boat. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then unless you're going to pay, and even if you pay an exorbitant amount to get a room above the waterline, um, you're still in a box. Mm. Um, and then like, you're just breathing everybody's recycled air. I, I'm not good at limbo. <laughs> I don't drink fruity drinks. I'm not a swinger. There's a million reasons for me not to go on a cruise. I'm just not that guy. <laughs> I would do that. You know what I would do though? I would do that Viking cruise down that river in Germany, you know, where you get yeah. to I would do that because if the thing flipped over, I think I could make it to land. You could yeah. easily. <laughs> but you put me out in the ocean, forget that. I'm not driving to like Miami beach to jump on a boat with a bunch of strangers and you know, listen to the Macarena till two. Does it give you Titanic vibes? No, I, I, it's not a fear thing. It's just, it just see, it's, it's like wait in line at DPS. You know, I just, I just doesn't appeal to me at all. I'm the worst. I really, I, I, my poor wife. <laughs> Was when I loved you one true time. I hold you in my life will always go. Hey, thank y'all for listening. And a big shout out to last night's game for managing our official bachelor bracket. Check out the show notes and come join us. It's super fun. I'm in first place with a bunch of other people though. But still, you can get there. You can get there. If you'd like to read a recap of Gabby and Rachel's season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. Make sure to check out the Handicast Cheat Sheet I've left for you in the show notes. It gives you links to all the guys' Instagram accounts. Super duper handy. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever.